it was a hard week. It was everything at once. I had a dog with a foxtail up his nose, and we had a dog that took her off from us, and we had a dog, you know who, I'm not going to say his name, <laughs> that got himself into a little fight. Oh, and but my lover dog. Oh, <laughs> yes. I know who he is. Mm. And, and what about the, and also the coyote skull? Oh, yeah. Someone who we're also not going to name. <laughs> <laughs> no shaming here. We don't no do shame. Here. Yeah. But another beloved dog friend of mine ate a coyote skull that I had. It was special, too. It was really special. Yeah, I liked that skull. That was cool. And you found it, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, my uh, old assistant found it. Mm. It was, yeah, an amazing find. Yeah, that's too bad. I've been keeping it at my little altar. Mm. But now it's in thousand pieces. Oh, man. And it has brain. You have brains all over your apartment, too. I have brains all over my apartment. Yeah, it's kind of gross. And what about the was the gopher story this week, too? Or oh, no, that's an old one. Okay, I'm still freaking out about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know a dog can swallow a gopher whole while alive. Well, now you know. Let's change the subject. <laughs> I'm starting to get a little nauseous. <laughs> um, we found the other microphone. Oh, we might ha- be officially... Well, not there's no wood around here, but we, we might have no... Uh, uh, what's what am I thinking? Technical of? difficulties. Thank you. Technical difficulties. Couldn't pull that out of my brain. <laughs> Let's hope. Let's yeah. Hope. Well, we'll see. Uh, we've been here before, so yeah. I'm afraid to get my hopes up. I know, because I really want to go out and celebrate. F A I R Y T A I L S. Hi, welcome to Fairy Tales Podcast. Oh yeah, we're podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, Louise? What's going on? I know you had a shitty week. You look really tired, but you ready to do this? I'm ready to do this. I'm here. I showed up and I showed up for the dogs. And, you know. Mm, okay. Oh, well, I got a, I got, I got a massage, a two hour massage today. Oh, you did. That's right. So, fabulous. oh my God, it was oh. the best. You know what? My massages are more like beat the shit out of my body type of massages. And like, he like puts me on these different positions and he like flips me over and do back bends and shit. Like hardcore. You, wow. I, he like is, I love this. I, at the, at the massage, I said, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you told him that I you did love him. I did and I really meant it from the bottom of my heart like he made my body feel so much better uh, he is amazing oh my god I'll, I'll forever go to him forever ever ever and he, he's getting to know my body so it's really nice like he know he's like in tune with my body nothing sexual going on here purely just therapeutic but fucking amazing oh wow yeah no we need it and especially after covid i can't remember last time i had a massage oh god you need to go to him i'll, I'll meet i'm well, gonna go to him he I, is good yeah, i'm a little scared though it sounds very hardcore he, well i choose strong i told you there's three levels <laughs> i choose like beat the shit out of my body's level so i'm gonna do that pet my body level. yes <laughs> today we're gonna talk about dogs with disabilities and you have a special love for dogs with disabilities, and so do I. I've definitely gained so much love for dogs with disabilities, and it surprised me. It actually surprised me. They're really extra special. 
you know what pisses me off uh, without just even getting into the subject of disabled dogs is that do we even have to fucking have an episode that we sit here and explain to you guys why disabled dogs are equally great dogs? Do we really have to explain that to you? Yes, we do, Louise. Unfortunately, yes, we do. Because people are idiots? Insensitive, selfish, and not willing to give any, any, anything that is not perfect, quote unquote, a chance, I guess. I don't know. I don't like perfect, so. Yeah, maybe that's what it is, that people have this idea of what a dog should be like. And if there's a handicap and that like it immediately breaks down that illusion and you're like, oh, that's not the kind of dog that I want. Yeah, well. But, you know, that's the thing about dogs that, you know, that, that upsets me because if you have a child, you can't design it or decide what kind of kid or color and shit you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And But with dogs, we really like to do that. Yeah, we like to do that with a living being that is full of love and is a family member. That's not okay with me, and it's not cool. And that's not that – I mean, I'm, I know sometimes I can sound really judgmental, and I'm sorry, but I feel like – a true dog lover chooses a dog based on their connection, not why they look. That's true. I and mean, you can say the same thing about love. I mean, there are so many pretty couples out there, uh, both on Instagram and in the real world, you know, and they look great together. But is it, you know, just uh, a reflection of our illusion of beauty in our society? Mm. Is it? Well said, Louise. Absolutely. I mean, I to me, that's 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 not what moves me. That's not what makes me happy. It's like, it's all about that connection. And we have, I, I had a really strong connection with Pegasus and it was really hard to let him go to a foster, but it needed to be done. You need to tell people who Pegasus is for those who don't remember. Yeah. I mean, this dog, you know, he, he we didn't realize he was blind, right? And he's not fully blind. He sees blurry stuff. So he can kind of see a little bit like blurs because you can tell, but He's because of that, he's extra special because just the way he behaves, he's super, super attached to you in a sweet way. Like you're my, you're my protector. You're, you are going to take care of me and I feel safe with you. And you, you, so you feel like rewarded in that sense. And it's also, he gets a lot of joy in, um, you know, there's just the simple things. I don't know. Like, cause you know, his senses are different. So it's fun to watch him. But also, dogs who are blind are not uh, as handicapped by that as humans who are blind uh, because uh, they, they don't rely on their sight as the same way as we do. Excuse me, Journey's barking. His toy's stuck. Yeah, you know what? You're right because um, their strongest sense is their, their sense of smell. They actually don't have a strong... Their eyesight is not their primary uh, way of, of finding things. It's sniffing it out, you know? Uh, they're... That's why they're sniffer dogs. But blind is really, I mean, that's why we didn't even notice he was blind at first because it didn't matter at all. And that says a lot about, you know, how much of a big deal or not the handicap is, that you don't even notice it at first. And let me tell you, it was the same with Bear, Hmm. uh, my late Bear dog. We had him for months uh, before we realized that he was deaf. Months. So that's, I mean, that's a thing. That's why it's like, I, I, I hesitate to even put it on our, in their, the, the, their ad or their post or their bio, because it doesn't even, it doesn't define them, but you yeah, have but to. We have to have full disclosure, exactly. of course. 
but yeah, I know what you mean because you feel like it, you, it's holding uh, it against him, you know, that is holding him back. And uh, that is so sad. And uh, yeah, that's why we're here. I need to talk about this shit. Yeah, because do not judge by a handicap. I mean, no one would want to be any person out here is listening who has. I mean, can't even say handicap. I'm sorry, from the 80s. So I think it's a. It's 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 what is it now? Oh, you disabilities can't say anymore. I don't think so. I'm not sure. Oh, everything is so political correct. And believe me, people, we are rescuing dogs, so we are not trying to offend anyone. Can we just leave it at that? Uh, well, uh, I thought of something really funny about, uh, you know, that you don't even notice uh, their disabilities at first. Like, oh. we didn't notice that Bear was deaf. And it was so funny because, you know, for months when I left him alone, uh, we would, you know, um, discuss what music he would want to listen to, you know, like classic music or Grateful Dead or yoga, Zen music. And I would always put on music for him. And then that time at the vet, I mentioned something about that. And the vet looked at me and said, you know, your dog is deaf, right? Oh, my gosh. That was the first time that you found out? That's so funny. How did they know and you didn't know? I guess they knew and just assumed I know, knew. It like, you know, they had, had him on file before I adopted him. Uh, so I guess it wasn't disclosed uh, fully. It was so funny. Well, okay. I had no idea. That's so funny. Yeah, and then he started banging, you know, metal uh, clunks together behind Bear, like making a lot of noise, you know, so that if he heard it, he would, you know, look behind. Like, what's that? Yeah. But, but Bear just, like, sits there. Okay, but let's go back to comparing... No, hang on. I smell poop. Oh. oh, I can't. Oh, I don't want to smell it, so I'll just wait. You s- or is it a fart? False alarm. <laughs> But I was going back to the whole disabilities, mm-hmm. and I remembered my train of thought. <laughs> it like you, I wouldn't not date someone because they had a disability. That would be a horrible. That would thing be a horrible thing. Yeah. I would never like. I would, if, you know, if I have a connection, I'm attracted. Hell yeah. No, but seriously, <laughs> Tiffany, I think a lot of people shy away from uh, dating people with with handicaps, and I'm sorry that's uh, if that's true, but I I think. Yeah, I bet there is, you know. I mean, they shy away from dogs with handicaps. I'm sure they shy away from people with handicaps. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, uh, size six girls, like, get boyfriends. I don't know. Yeah, you know. It's horrible how this, yeah. you know, it, it really it drives the masses. Well, you know what, Louise? They're shallow, and we're just so cool and deep, so, you know. <laughs> So we we are wanting more people out there to open their hearts, to let be less shallow and find true love with a dog with a disability, which is not really a disability, just no. something different. Exactly. And so Pegasus, he has been with us for a long time now. He has. It's been like three weeks, I think. Could be more. Yeah, and that's a long time in in our counting. Well. No applications either. That's right. He hasn't received any applications. And if you are interested, like, please check him out at our website. Yeah. FairyTalesDogRescue.com under Adopt. And he's adorable. He's the cutest thing. He's a mini pincher mix of some sort. And he's so precious and cute. And he's a great dog. Like He was really easy. Um, He's just, he definitely would do well with somebody who works from home. 
Um, but he's great. On, he loves adventures, loves to go to the park, like goes crazy in the grass. He's a great dog. Yeah, and he's good around other dogs. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was so funny. My favorite thing about Pegasus was once when he was over, first he was scared of Journey, of Rescue Pitbull, because, you know, he's always in everybody's face. But then by the end of the night, Pegasus was lying on Journey's head and sleeping. It was and, so cute. And Journey was just lying still, um, like, I'm no, not going to oh, move. Oh I'm my, not going to move. Such a, <laughs> Journey, you're such a good boy. Look at you. He's so good with the little dogs. I love watching him with the little dogs. Oh. I know, look at us all. Oh. But it was so cute. You remember he was obsessed with that uh, Kong? Oh, the, yeah, that's right. He was like right. obsessed with it. Yeah, Pegasus would like to have a Kong wherever he goes. Journey has a crush on me. He, he wants to hump me for sure. He wants to eat you. He wants to eat me and hump me and just love me endlessly. Who doesn't? Yeah, that's right. So what else do we want to talk about disability? So we have talked about deaf dogs. Oh, what about tripods? Oh, yeah. Tripods is everybody's favorite. I think that's a handicapped dog that actually becomes a little bit more popular because of it. Because with our shelter experience and uh, friends and colleagues, we definitely hear that the tripods go really quickly. That means they get adopted fast. Yeah, so I guess they're kind of novelty. Check out my dog with the three legs, you know? And they're so functional. They can run, like, just as fast, and I, they have no oh, issues. Yeah. It's like they don't even need that third leg. No, they don't. Okay, I remember uh, a dog. Oh, remember him? His name was, oh, my God, what was his name? Um, God, what was his name? Come on, brain. Oh, my God. He was the dog that was Branch. His name was Branch. And he had three legs. He came from Mexico, and he was missing one of the le- the front legs. And that dog was would fly up and down my wooden stairs, and I I mean like that dog flew all over the place. And I thought if that dog had another leg, I would be afraid. <laughs> like that dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And they're so resilient. You know, they don't let their handicaps hold them back in sense of their identity as dogs and stuff. You know, the the way. Um, that humans can do when, when we lose a limb or an ability, which of course I respect that, you know, but dogs are just have a different attitude towards it. And it's so inspiring. I was just gonna say that it is inspiring. Like I learn a lot from dogs and just like you were saying, I mean that this dog didn't give a shit that it had three legs and didn't even notice. Plus that dog had distemper or was a distemper survivor. So he had a twitch. So he kind of like twitched a lot, but you know, he was, living life man that dog had a hard start but he was so full of joy and it was inspiring I, but like going back to being inspired by dogs and um i think they they do because like you're saying they don't give they don't they don't care about what you think about them they don't care that what you think they look like they don't care if they're fat or skinny <laughs> they don't care if they have two legs or one leg or three legs or blind eyes or they don't care they have an ugly face they never do but i'm just coming up with stuff yeah exactly and it's just a whole different take on the world when you forget all about that yeah so let's take lessons from dogs as always yeah what would dogs do what other disabilities are there? Okay, legs. Well, the distemper. Some of them have like distemper things where they have. Yeah, but do you want to explain to people what that is? Um, 
it's a well, it's it's a puppy disease they catch um, their puppies living on the street, and majority of them, a lot of them don't survive. But when they do survive, they end up they end up having some kind of like tick or some kind of twitch or something um, that is left behind. And that's why it's so important to get your dog vaccinated before they go out in the world. If you get them as puppies. Yeah, and parvo. A lot of yeah, parvo is another one. Of course, a lot of puppies get parvo if they're not vaccinated. All that. I mean, there's so much that people don't know about getting dogs, and still they get dogs. It's like I can't tell you about the idiots that I see out in the national park where I work. Let's hear. Let me tell you. The other day, me and the pack walk up to the water fountain. There stands a guy. With a husky puppy, it can't be more than like no, barely eight weeks old. Like I'm very doubtful that dog should have been out, and he has it on a retractable leash, just there, you know. And then he has the dog sitting right by the water bowl, by the by the fountain, and like the the dog is so little, like he's just like you know sitting or lying. He's not, you know, and and so all my dogs walk up there. And there's a puppy right in front of the bowl. Luckily, my dogs are good, and I'm keeping the not-so-good dogs away. But, uh, you know, we're asking, like, what are you doing? Did you say something to him? I hope so. Uh, honestly, I, I told Robert, my assistant, like, I, I can't deal with this. Like, And Robert went and talked to him. Oh, Robert and, would be perfect for that. Yeah, he's like yeah, a guy. Like, he's I older. I can't be nice right now, and Robert is so nice. Oh, <laughs> I would just, oh, I thought he was going to be, I was like, go up there and be firm. I'd go up there and probably, you oh, know. He's firm. He's firm. But yeah, uh, so, what did he say? Yeah, and so the guy's like, oh, I'm here to socialize my dog. So what did Robert tell him? He's like, that's not how you do that, you know. <laughs> and, and so he did he help explain to him and help him? Yeah, yeah. I, it's like I couldn't even listen to it. But, you're you know, so irritated. Just, you know that you shouldn't do it in front of a water bowl, obviously. And that, like, yeah. don't they read online? There's so much information online. And, you know, I just kept thinking that who is this person who sells a husky puppy to a completely clueless person? And don't even tell them how to socialize they the dog. They don't care. Well, of course, because they don't care. Do you know how many husky puppies people buy and end up at the shelter? We've talked about this before. They get, oh, they're so beautiful. They get a husky puppy. And that's why the shelters are filled with them. Because then they grow up and they're, they're you know, they're need to be, you need to be experienced dog owner of a northern breed to have a husky. And they're not. They're just, oh, they're pretty. I'm going to buy them. And then they order them online, too. They ship them. I know. Yeah. I, can't, I, I, I hate this guy already. I'm such a look at me. Yeah, yeah, I know I, hate's a strong word, but I'm really yeah. No, but pisses me off because the dog is the one that's gonna suffer from this. And I mean, okay, so you you know fell in love with a husky puppy and you have no experience and you decided to give it a go. Fine. Well, then fucking Google how to socialize a dog or how to take care of him and. You know, and also look around. What dog professional did you ever see who used a retractable leash? No, those my my dad used a retractable leash. <laughs> sorry, I don't think my dad listens. I hope not. If I did, sorry, dad. I was just I'm not judging. I'm, I'm I am a little. We're judging a little bit, just a little bit. But you know, anyway, yeah. Yeah, let's hope that that puppy was vaccinated and old enough. Well, how? Yeah, but you said it was pretty small. Yeah, he was so small. Mm-mm. You know, a husky's a big dog. If it's that small, it's not fully. It's not old enough to be fully vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, it has no business being out there. Mm-mm. <sighs> yeah, idiot 
dog owners. Like we should make a a continuous topic mm. of this. Like yeah. you know, like just a rant of what happens every week when we see it. I have I have a whole bunch of things to go. You know, don't get me started about the prong collar. Oh my god, you read my mind. Okay, let's talk about that. Yeah. So the prong I, collar yeah. for you who don't know exactly what we're talking about is the metal collar with like metal spikes that uh, uh, are on the inside of the collar, so that when you pull on it, they uh, uh, go into the neck. So it's uh, a very forceful and uh, considered inhumane. Uh, thing uh, to use and sometimes it, it is necessary and can very much help but uh, it's very extreme cases uh, where you want to use it instead of actually fixing the problem I mean uh, uh, I mean well, uh, it's not so much about whether or not people need to use it that's my issue with it is that the way so many people use it that don't need it I've seen people use it on puppies there is no reason why a puppy would ever need a prong collar. This is for a very strong animal that you can't control otherwise, you know, with your own strength that you can't hold otherwise. So that's what they're for. So there is a purpose. Because I was wondering about that. Because I saw a dog today. The guy had a, a prong collar on this dog. And the dog was not a big dog. It wasn't a strong dog. Definitely felt like, looked like a very high-energy dog. And I was wondering, I was like, I look, and I, of course I looked at it, I'm like, oh gosh, but is there a purpose? Yeah, the only purpose would be that if you have a dog that you have a hard time controlling and you need to keep him and everybody else safe, and this is like the only way that the, you can slow down the pulling and control the dog, then of course use the prong collar. But in most cases, you really don't need it. I mean, I wouldn't use it on an average lab-sized dog. I would never do that. Uh, or, or you know, the thing that I mostly see at the park, though, is that dogs are running around off-leash with it like a regular collar, which is very dangerous when they're playing with other dogs and they're wrestling with their mouths. It, um, sometimes they get hurt this way. Plus, it's uh, necessary to uh, put, put pain on your dog like this. Yeah, so you've seen puppies with them? That definitely is. Yeah, and just, you know, uh, positive reinforcement goes a long way. So if you're using uh, prong collar, it, it might just be that you're lazy and you should really do your dog the favor of putting in the training and stop using an inhumane tool if you don't absolutely have to. That said, I'm not judging people who use it and need it. And mm. I don't judge people who use the shock collar either if they need it. So all those people out there who've given these dogs a chance, you're one of the beautiful people, and we love you for that. Thank goodness we have people like you in the world, and we need to you know, honor that and talk about you too instead of always complaining and bitching about the people that piss us off. <laughs> well, there's so many people that piss me off. I have more. Like. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> Girl, I have more. <laughs> I do. You know what really pisses me off? is when I'm walking journey around the neighborhood, uh, like on a leash, and, you know, he, he's been leash reactive, so we, we do our training, which means, you know, we go out of the way if we see a dog and we sit and we do our tricks and, you know, just occupy him and do positive things while the dog is walking by. Assuming that the dog is walking by. Oh, no. What happened? So many times... People stop 
and watch me what I'm doing. Why? I, that's, that's what puzzles me. They stop and they're just watching you. They're just gawking, you know? Why? I don't know. I get, well, their dog, too, you know, pulls on the leash and, you know, wants to get to Journey, and, which makes Journey a little stressed. Uh, mm, you know, of and course. I'm like, excuse me, please keep walking. Don't mind us. And they're just, you know, watching. I guess they think it's, I don't know, entertaining or interesting. I think you'll. I think you need to take it on the road, Louise, and you need to start educating these people. So when that happens, you got to because you know what, I, they don't know. They That's really the don't. They don't know. So, but it's like, what do you think that I'm doing? Think <laughs> <laughs> it's a circus going on here? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I know. It is quite obvious that you're, you're getting the dog focused on something else to, to keep the, everything mo- going smoothly here. You're just making it worse by stopping and gawking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. I know. I bet there's... Well, I, I better not say it. Say it. <laughs> I bet there's a lot of those people in this neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> we won't say what neighborhood we're in. Oh, I'm going to say what neighborhood we're in. <laughs> okay, go for it. We're in... Doodle Town of San oh, Francisco, d- also known as Noe Valley. Yeah, this is Doodle Town. Doodle all the way. <laughs> I swear, I really, I, I get. I know this is terrible for being someone who loves dogs, but every time I see a doodle, I get a little bit of. Ugh. Yeah, but it's not that you're misdirecting that feeling, though. It's not the d- dog, remember? It's it's people who haven't listened to our episode about doodles. And if you haven't either, scroll down in the feed because you want to hear that episode about doodles because there's a lot of doodles out there, but there's a lot of people who don't know this thing about doodles. There are so many doodles in San Francisco. So many. I can't take it. I cannot take it. And I, I have friends who've gotten doodles, and it's hard for me to even, like, be friends because of it. I know that's so messed up, but it bothers me. Yeah, some people don't get it, and I get that people don't get it, but people in the dog business who knows what we're talking about, yeah, we all kind of feel that way a little bit. Yeah, so you need to, you need to pay attention. There is, there is a story there, and you're, you're part of the problem. You're actually part of the problem, not part of the solution. You know what I want to talk to you about? Tiffany. Louise. We love Britney Spears, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, and can we, you know, talk about a little bit, like this whole conservatory thing with Britney Spears? Because Britney Spears loves dogs, so we're allowed to talk about her here on the podcast. I, she does love dogs? Good. Okay, yeah, I didn't she know. she has a little, uh, uh, a teeny tiny Yorkshire Terrier called Hannah. Oh. She had a Twitter account back in the days, oh. and I hope she's still around. But yeah, anyway, Brittany is a dog lover. Okay, so tell me more about this, because I saw this all in the headlines, and I have to admit I'm not fully aware of everything that's going on, and I didn't watch the documentary that everybody watched. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not an expert, uh, but you know the whole deal is that uh, she's not in charge of her own life decisions, money, business, and uh, the children, and she should be. And the conservatory uh, is put on her for so many wrong reasons, people are saying, you know, 
this wouldn't happen to a male rock and roll star, you know, for example, crashing hotel rooms and whatnot. And you can Google it if you want to know people because I couldn't explain. No, but I, I got it. I got but the gist of it. It yeah. makes me upset because I've seen it on Instagram going on and out there now. People are really getting angry and Good. protesting. Good. Like you said, it's time for more women to get angry. You know, um, I, I watched a documentary that really upset me and I was disgusted to learn that child there's child brides in the united states there's lots of child marriages here and it's actually legal in lots of states i know missouri and my sister brought this up and i kind of like well write her a letter but you know my sister's all why do we have a female in the white house and she's not talking about women's rights and i said well yeah the white the the vice president really don't they don't really do a whole lot you know but still yeah i know we're like the last on the list Oh, yeah. No, the dogs are the last on the list. We're, so we're, we're second to dogs. <laughs> That's right. And speaking of the White House, though, the, the president's dog passed away this week. I, why? What happened? I know I saw that, but I didn't read it. I was like, oh, it's so sad. Like, I don't. He, I remember he had to be taken out of the White House, which broke my heart. Maybe no, he, not that. The, that's not the one. I oh. think that was the other one. Okay. He had two shepherds. Oh, so this is the one that was in the White House. Yeah. So this is an older one. I don't know. Okay. Well, someone died, and it was a dog in the yeah. White House, and it was a rescue. That sucks. Yeah. He needs to get a new rescue. He really does. Yeah, that's yeah. a great message. Come on, President Biden, because we know you're listening to our podcast. We know you're listening, Biden. <laughs> Get a but, rescue. But give him some time to grieve. It happened this week. And okay. He, you know, it's really been something going on this week in the universe. You know, it's like, wow. There is. I was uh, looking on, reading my horoscope, monthly horoscope, and it did something to say about this week. And everybody I've talked to has had a crazy ass week I can't remember what I said so don't ask me but things are opening up we don't have to wear our mask out there anymore if we're vaccinated that's right that's right vaccination it's changing and it's summertime baby mm-hmm summertime Woohoo! We all love it. It's great. However, it's not so great because people are not adopting dogs during the summer. They are not. That's 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 that that put a damper on the whole summer excitement right there. Then there for me, Louise. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, doggies are not having a hot girl summer. I'll tell you that um, because it's uh, especially now after COVID, everyone is desperate to travel so it's definitely not a good time for anyone to get a dog and so we're more desperate than ever to get foster homes oh my god we are really desperate like desperado desperate yeah we can't we can't even help any more dogs right now we're so stuck we we can't uh, there's dogs that we get emailed every day that need to be pulled from the shelter they're not doing well there and they need to be in a home and we can't do, do anything because we don't have any foster homes. So no. if you're listening and if you're in San Francisco or the Bay Area, um, please go to our website, fairytalesdogrescue.com, and check out Foster and see if you can help a dog in need. It would make all the difference. Yeah, it makes all of the difference. It makes a world of a difference, and it's so rewarding. We need your help, and those dogs definitely need your help because right now we're going to see a lot of euthanasia happening this summer, and that breaks my heart. 
And for you who are listening and you're not around here, then, you know, the situation is likely similar to where you are because this is a thing all over. So please check out with your local shelter and see if there's something you can do. Yes, please. Yeah, and we're trying to go to 100 dogs adopted here. Where are we at now? We're cl- are we close? Are we like at 82 or something? I can't remember. I mean, I could look. I'm checking it right now. Okay, because if we could, that would be, God, that's another celebration we need to do. When we get to 100 dogs. We have so much celebrating to do. I know. That might be a good party thing. Maybe we could do like a little little party. Party at my own place. 80 pets adopted. 80? Holy mackerel. We do only have 20 to go. Shit. All right, is this a wrap? It's a wrap. All right. Fairy Tales Podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye, y'all. BMX. Rough Riders. Here we go. That's my dog, yeah.
This ain't nothing but a summer jam Bronze skin and cinnamon tans, whoa This ain't nothing but a summer jam We're gonna party as much as we can hey.